Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast. This is a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow along during the week. I'm on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, both on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also email the show, nomongolpodcast at gmail.com. Always look forward to hearing your fire, fire takes. So good looking out. First off, though, wanted to just take a quick moment to address something that I wanted to get to last week, but I figured I'd rather release the Bear Walker interview. It's just a better vibe. But for those of you who've been listening to this show for quite a while now, know that I used to be big fans, big fans of both Beeble and Weck. And some of you have never been fans of theirs, and some of you still are. I mean, either way, that's fine, right? I don't hate on that. Not at all. But after... The recent events from both of those guys, you know, I, 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 the first thing that came to mind was just pure, like, disappointment, you know. And first off, real quick, I don't want to go deep in, too deep in this, as I mentioned. I'm going to rehash everything that went down, but I thought that whole Stevie versus Weck thing was a joke, but I guess it wasn't. You know, Weck just went, he went way too far. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, you know, and Stevie's giving it right back. He's not going to back down, but I just was very disappointed in Weck. And then, of course, Beeble, I don't want to rehash that either, but, man, not on brand at all. That caught me off guard, too. I was like, ah. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I was a huge fan of those guys, and I just wanted to mention it on here just because I know you guys are like, well, Rick, are you aware of what happened? And, yes, I am. And, yeah, I'm just disappointed, you know, so – that's all I gotta say, but just want so so that's that. They've been canceled, all that fun stuff, whatever you want to call it. But yes, I'm aware of it, and I addressed it. You know, just disappointed. And they're not the only two. There are a couple other guys in the last few weeks that have been just, you know, they've gotten the chopping blocks. You know, and this is gonna happen. It's gonna happen, unfortunately. But so now that we got that out of the way, moving on to which I like to think I'm pretty sure you guys know at least in the no mongo house here i'm a big fan of milton martinez knock on one he doesn't do anything kind of stupid outside of what he did on his demolition video but i'll talk more about that in a sec so moving on to milton martinez's demolition rough cut now i guess i guess i call it a rough cut ish not a lot of i mean there's some slams there's a you know but there aren't a lot of attempts like he he got a lot of stuff pretty quickly in his attempts so and it was perfect timing because I hadn't watched that video since it dropped last year. It was a nice refresher and, and a nice reminder as to why he 100% deserves Sodi. 100%. The guy is a freaking maniac. And I will not be shocked. I've said it before. i say it again. If he wins again. And soon. So... Jumping right into the video, it's about 26 minutes of just, like, pure fire. And uh, first off, because <laughs> some of it is out of order from the original video, but if you pause it at 20 seconds, I remember that that clip. That was so cool. But pause it at 20 seconds, put it on as a big a screen you can, go buy a projector, go to a movie theater and, and put, it, put it displayed on there, or just hold it, like, really close to your eyes. But that is so gnarly. And just that image right there is so hilarious. You're looking at the security guys. And then when you unpause it, kind of let it unfold. Just the, the interaction. It was funny. But, yeah, that was so big. 
He looks so tiny. <laughs> you gotta love it too. At at forty seven seconds, the um, when he was uh, flipping out, those two joggers. I think they had a little snippet of those two guys in the original video, but th I loved it when they kind of looked at each other and went, uh, yeah, let's, uh, I think we need to kind of get out of here. So like, anyway, we can uh, take off now. Let's look at our phones and, uh, don't make eye contact. Run, run. And then of course at 57 seconds, we are all reminded once again, how much he just gets in the zone and pedestrians don't even phase him. It's like, they don't even exist. Like he gets so locked in. And that's a huge advantage. That's one that I never had. Pedestrians like always, always, always mess up my flow. If you have any tips on that, please let me know. Because I can't get past it. And speaking of pedestrians, that tailgate 5.0 to speed check at 1 minute 7 seconds. Take note of the guy that on the first attempt. <laughs> and then see how dude moves over a few feet. And then proceeds to go behind that bike. <laughs> letting the bike be the potential casualty he knew it was up but you can see that milton of course he he still found a way to mess with him he like he almost power slid or speed checked into him around the bike and tried to go straight for his ankles you know i'm surprised you know he didn't have rhino move the wall back a foot or something but <laughs> that was funny watch it a couple times and i'm pretty sure that brick flip yeah, minute 53, that gave him the confidence booster, you know, to conquer that car wash spot. Not the same setup, not the same magnitude, but kind of the same process. So I think maybe that landing that helped him. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to go do, you know, the big, you know, the car wash attempt. And only, you know, Milton does a frontside with 80 Ollie to kind of to, to speed check kind of. See that? I remember seeing him like, dude, he didn't have to win 80 Ollie. Or speed check, but he was, you know, he was coming in pretty hot, you know, right at that pole, so it makes sense. But yeah, it's an Ollie 180 speed check. Okay. Oh, I loved I, the the different angle for that the the Ollie. Um, it was about three minutes and ten seconds here as I check my notes. If you pause that right there, the angle that they showed it did not do it justice at all. I mean, if you look at all the people watching him, the ones that are up. You know, on the stairs, the, all the security guards, all those dudes in ties, everyone trying to kick him out. That was good. I like to see a different angle on that because it, it didn't do it justice. I mean, that gap was huge. And then just the, you know, he locked in. The pure, there was no distraction for that guy. So very cool. The pole jam. Yeah, the pole jam over the wet. It was a 10 stair. was insane. I forgot about that one, honestly. I'm like, oh, that's right. But to see all the attempts and kind of how he, he runs in the air and doesn't wreck his body. But it starts at about 3 minutes and 20 seconds. I can't even imagine how cool that trick felt like to pull off. I mean, especially with the sound. You hear it. The flight. The landing. That was very cool. One of my favorite moments from the original video. I'm glad we got some insight in the rough cut. Was jumping into that blue wall you know, slash bank. Four minutes, 43 seconds. That is still so insane. I would get wrecked just trying to jump into it and run out. You know, I would probably, I would either snap both of my ankles or maybe one and then try to overcompensate as I don't fall and to snap the other one, reach my hands out. You know, I'd probably be sliding like Pete Rose down the bottom. You know, it just, the way, it was cool to see like his, his well thought out, you know, executed plan. You know, he, he, he was really, he was really, 
he he was thoughtful about that spot and it obviously he didn't get wrecked so that was very cool check out those great negotiating skills at seven minutes in that's how you do it that's how you got all those spots <laughs> and, and then and then again pause it at nine minutes 18 seconds for those of you watching at home that it was that parking lot slash wall sign wherever that is you know and and, and then of course pause it again at 937 look at where he's landing that's bonkers that's nuts and it's almost as if he had to decide whether or not to push like three more times like hard pushes or one last time because the speed just wasn't there. I mean, he was like, nope, he kept missing him. But Rhino added some wax to the curb, and I don't know if it was a placebo effect, but it, it that's all he needed. Not a concern at all about jumping into traffic. That, I mean, only Milton does that crap, you know? It's going to make a spot out of nowhere. Oh, early golf claps. The Omar pep talk, Milton. But I love how Omar cut him off with, with, by saying, I just need to go faster. <laughs> it's like people, you know, people are so used to it. Y'all, like, well, Milton, how do I go faster? Okay, okay. Yep, yep, go faster. Milton, uh, he might be a, he has a potential to be a great skateboarding coach one day. Just had to mention that. Just popped into my head. And on that note, of course, I'm so glad they gave us some insight into Milton's secrets to success. There were a couple in this video. A kind of like a peek behind the curtain, right? If you pause right at 12 minutes, 45 seconds, you will see what I mean. That, that right there is the secret or one of them. Thanks for the tip, Milton. Appreciate it. And then they had the stairless rail. It was about 14 minutes in. The spot is so sketchy, was so sketchy, still is sketchy. I don't know if it still exists or if they fixed it. And just the fact that they have... They had five hands and arms holding it up for that first test attempt. Pretty insane. I still don't know how he was able to pull it off just in general. Because when you're approaching it, it, it looks like a gap, right? Because you don't see the stairs. But when you get right to the edge, like your brain, like, there's something in your brain that normally, you know, fight or flight. And I don't know, he just, uh. And just rub my eyes. That's that was cool. Still one of the greatest tricks in that video. And so insane that he pulled that off. So and the kickflip attempts for the you know, for his opening, oh I guess the one they used to, like, for his title. So they had all those kickflip attempts. It was right around fifteen minutes, fifty two seconds around there. I bet that security guard, you know, wanted to take credit for that bail. You see him in the, he's look at him in the back. He's kicking the air. In the background. But, you know, once again, Rhino jumps in. Great negotiating skills come in, came into play. I want to know what that dude was typing on his phone, though. I mean, did he have them sign, like, this waiver, a verbal waiver? Did they do a, a, a recording? Watch those clips twice, once for Milton, and then watch the one just the security guy. <laughs> that guy was funny, kicking air and stuff. And it's, you know, it's... The main thing about the the rough cut too, and it was a lot of it was in the original video too, the the completed video. Great to see all the reactions from the crew. I mean, even Burnett, you know, and, and, and the 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 look, the dazed looks like Figgy. Like there's so many reactions that that were like, wait, how, he did he did what? 
Oh, Milton, he gave us another look into his process, one of his secrets, another look behind the curtain on how he does what he does. You can see it, 23 minutes, 49 seconds. That's another secret. Thanks, Milton. Appreciate it. All of those, oh, gosh, the the gap to lip attempts starting at 24, it was 24-17, were nuts. For, I mean, who won, he tried to do just a, an ollie down it, you know, the double stare, oh, double set, I should say. And he made them look so easy. I loved watching those attempts because think about the average person trying those. We just get so wrecked. He's going so fast. You know, yet alone going to lip side. You're going down the first set. Technically, I mean, you're not really going over the rails, but you're going over the gap to lip slide going so fast. Insane. And then they ended, or they had, of course, the kickflip at the car wash. The kickflip heard around the world. The one that sealed the deal for Sodi, right? I mean, the dude put smiles on random pedestrians' faces that day with that kickflip. And you can see how he made a total stranger's day. It was right around 26 minutes, 26, 20. He was the one, and then that, the guy, the main one, that's the, guy, the main shot of that frame, is the one that returned Milton's hat back to him. Everyone, everyone was so stoked. You know, and then the end. Roll credits. With that being said, I do have to comment on the fact that there were no additional angles or footage of the broken window extravaganza from the original video. Or any resolution or any info. That's kind of, bu of a bummer. I mean, I really do. I do hope that they got that all sorted out or will do so maybe in the next Sodi Rough Cut. Only because it's just a bad look overall, you know, and one that should have been addressed, in my opinion. But, you know, I was hoping to see it. But it was clearly obvious that they knew it was wrong. So that's why they left it out. It was like, nothing to see here. Move along. So that was, just, it was very interesting. I, I know they, by leaving it out, they thought they, was gonna, they weren't going to, you know, they were going to move past it, but it actually makes it look worse, in my opinion. Either way, though, put me down. This one is a contender for Ricotti, rough cut of the year. Ricotti? Yeah, I guess that. Yeah. Did any of you guys watch this one? I mean, if not, why you got to hate on Milton like that? Game recognized game. Let me know your thoughts. Next up, I wanted to talk a little video game news. That actually, big video game news that broke last week. Ian Mishnah, the main man behind Jenko Mag released an interview with the original Skate 3 creators. You heard that right. That's Cuz Perry and Duran Chung. And it's it sent the interwebs into chaos. Okay? So many people were posting and tweeting about how excited they finally were for Skate 4. The time has finally come. Skate 4, finally some good news. Except, you know, like, record scratch. They didn't officially announce Skate 4. I mean, in fact, they have still have no idea what they're going to call it. That's a huge red flag. Huge, huge red flag number one for, for me. That tells me that they probably woke up after hearing the news about Tony Hawk's announcement and scrambled to come up with something, anything, just, just say we're going to do it. Anything we'll do, let's try and uh, please our fans. My whole thing, though, is like, you know, why now? 
why announce, you know, at this point in time when you don't even have a name for the game yet to kind of dangle a carrot, you know, in front of us? And, you, you know, see, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it here you know, on, on previous episodes that I had moved on. I'm like, oh, you guys, it's not going to happen. Escape 4 was dead in, in, in my eyes. Most of us felt that way. And we've been fine just playing, you know, the first three installments, getting ready to finally check out Skater XL and Session, and now Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. So once again, like, why now? Is it, like, too little too late? And keep in mind that, that Ian tried at least, what, four times to get them to get a, give, like, a hint that it's Skate 4. He specifically said, Skate 4, Skate 4. They didn't answer. Nope, nope. They couldn't do it. In fact, let me read you one the question, actually, one of the questions from the interview from Jankum. Okay, here we go. And I quote, what's the biggest challenge in making a new skate game? And are you calling it skate for for sure? And their answer, getting full frontal nudity in there, laughs. He said, I'm joking, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> They're trying to kind of divert, you know. Look over here. I'm still reading the, the answer. No, we haven't confirmed what the title of the game is. That's still up in the air. We don't really know. We're making the next version of Skate, whatever that is, which sounds weird. Yeah, I agree. We're making the next version of Skate. I mean, to me, that means, yes, we're going to finally give you a Skate game, but don't be pissed at us if it's something different than you've been playing all these years. Remember, the whole team was, like, dismantled. There's a, it's a whole new team. Well, except for the two guys that he interviewed. Mostly it's a new team. A lot of new ideas. EA has money. So they're going to kind of listen to their ideas. Like, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, okay, yeah. So just the fact that they couldn't simply name it Skate 4 is so alarming to me. And there were rumors of a mobile version, but I guess Jason Dill squashed those rumors. Those rumors on a on the um, the Nine Club. Haven't listened to that episode yet. I mean, so what does that mean? Here's another red flag, and I quote: "Here's a question. Any skaters already involved? You can talk, mention, or talk about their answer. Full disclosure: We haven't talked to anybody at all." Nobody knows it exists, well, except for a couple skaters that did some mocap, so I guess they know we exist, end quote. Red flag, huge red flag right there. Haven't talked to anybody at all, except for two skaters. So I'm curious to know who those two skaters are and when they can start talking. Might be a good, a good idea for them to get out and start hyping this, guys. A couple of skaters did mocap. That doesn't sound like a full-fledged Skate 4 version to me at all. That's a huge game, a huge world. Can they piggyback on the, the foundation that they built with Skate 3? Yeah. But it just sounds, right now, it sounds very limited and something that is maybe more like user-friendly to the masses, right? And less for the hardcore Skate fans. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, once again, I ask why. Why now? Why at this very moment did they announce that this, and, and you know, they announced Skate, a version of it, and have so little info to get us excited about? It's because all the other games are in the works. 
two skaters doing some mocap sounds like a teaser trailer at best, right? If you think about it, maybe that's what they're working on, you know? But who are they going to get? Are they going to try and get, you know, like, go down the route maybe Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is and bring back the whole gang? A lot of those skaters, you know, have either moved on or are in different roles now. Deer Deck comes to mind. Would Jason Lee come back? Many are already in contract with the other three games. Who would you want to see in the game? Who could they get at this moment in time to help drive the hype, drive the sales? My whole thing is, why now? But I'll be sure to include the, the link to the show to interview in the show notes, or you can just go to Jinkum's website and read it as well. It's just my whole thing is that they they never said skate four, so I'm going to assume that it will not be skate four. So don't get too excited just yet. And I'm talking to myself as well. I'm just fine with three right now. But even then, there are gonna be so many skateboarding games around that time, or in the next two, three, four years, that it's going to flood the market. I mean, if they if they really wanted to stick their guns, like to they're just stick it to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony and the whole team, they should have just laid low until about like a week or two before their launch, and then bam, make that announcement. That would have done damage. Tell us about it now during you know basically still we're in a pandemic and lockdown, shelter in place. It could easily be forgotten. It's such an early stage, and it doesn't do us or them any good. There's zero info to get excited about, except for a skate, quote-unquote, inspired game that has at least two pro skaters in it right now. But either way, they have a long way to go. They need to take their time. They need to do it right. But now, they're going to have to be kind of forced to give us updates along the way, because now we know it's out there. They got to keep the buzz alive, so the pressure's on them now. They got to sell the sizzle. Especially since they flat out said they had no idea what they're going to call the game. Outside of the obvious one for 99.99% of us on the planet that it should be titled Skate 4. It's what we all want. It's what the fans of the franchise have been desperately asking for for the past decade. Put that into perspective too. So let me know your thoughts on this. And... What should they call it? Skater 3.5? Skater XXL? That'll, that'll kind of give them a jab at the other game. Skate Session? Ooh. How about Skate 4-ish? Skate 4-ish. So best of luck with that, EA. I know I'm just scratching my head. I'm excited. Eh, so, I, but, you know, you got you to gotta give us more. So how do you not give your fans exactly what they need? It's that easy. But I know I'll be following along with the progress. In the meantime, I'll keep plugging away at my Skate 3 and Skate or Die games. Old school. That's all I got for this week, you guys. Be sure to tune in next Tuesday as I will be having a guest from another skateboarding podcast on this show. That's right. You heard that right. It is going down and you don't want to miss it. I guess I could give a hint. The initials... D D. Thanks for tuning in. Nomongo.com for more info. I'll see you next week. We've been waiting years, honestly, to to make the right game at the right time. 
with the right idea and uh, really, really pleased to say that we're here. It is really early, but uh, it takes a little while to find Cuz or wake him up. Dude, harsh.